Welcome back to the Girl Techno Podcast, where we spotlight women making waves. Today in our series of Trailblazing Women, Exceptional Stories of Female Leaders, sponsored by Miss Wit, we're thrilled to introduce Dylan Jarris, an e-commerce expert with a story that's nothing short of inspiring. Dylan transformed her passion into a flourishing Etsy venture, calculating her business to $1.5 million in revenue. From a corporate e-commerce background to a success story in San Diego, she's expanded her empire to Amazon and Shopify and building a remarkable team along the way. Get ready for an episode filled with insights and inspiration. Dylan's here to share her journey of determination, growth, and entrepreneurial triumph. So let's dive in and hear all about Dylan's incredible path to success right here on Trailblazing Women, Exceptional Stories of Female Leaders. Are you tired of working nine to five? Are you tired of your dreams going unfulfilled? Are you still letting fear stop you from pursuing that business idea? Well, all that stops today. I'm Shawnee Sanders, host of the Girl Take No Podcast, a podcast for ambitious women looking to ditch their nine to five and take the leap into entrepreneurship. Each week, you will learn the mindset, methods, and actionable steps other successful entrepreneurs took to make the shift from full-time employee to full-time entrepreneur and live the life they always dreamed of. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Girl Techno Podcast. Hi Dylan, thank you so much for being on the show with me. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have this episode and have you on the show. I appreciate you taking your time because I know you're very busy and you're in high demand. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. Um, Before we jump into like questions we have around Etsy and how to become an absolute whiz when it comes to using Etsy and SEO and stuff like that, give me the story behind the brand. Tell me what inspired you to to do what you're doing right now, to become this guru of all things Etsy and start your own multi-million business? Yeah. So um, my background, I was not an entrepreneur. My background was corporate, e-commerce. You know, I worked for some big companies. Um, Zappos was one. They're owned by Amazon. Zulily was another, the flash sale site. So my background was working for someone else, (laughs) you know, um, (laughs) climbing the corporate ladder in my 20s. And then um, I married someone in the military, And we moved away from Seattle uh, to San Diego and there is not much e-commerce here. So I was doing all these side hustles. I was like dog walking, house sitting, like buying stuff like jewelry and selling it on eBay, just all this random stuff. I was going to Goodwill and flipping stuff. um, And I was having the hardest time getting a job. So I was doing all the side hustles. Etsy was one of those. And Mm -hmm. I just put something that I made for my wedding on Etsy and I thought, you know, okay, maybe someone would buy it. I was doing eBay. I thought, I thought it was kind of like eBay at the time. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then, and then someone bought it, and um, I was like, oh shoot, now I have to like make one of these for someone and sell it, and, <laughs> and like ship it. Um, so got it done, and that was the start of of the business. And by the fourth month, we were doing over ten thousand a month. Uh, we did over a million in profit in about six years. And, um, and now, you know, my, uh, I've had a lot of people ask, how do you, how did you do that? Like, uh, yeah. as a military spouse, like, how did you do that? And they want to learn. And so I saw a huge hole in the market to teach people real e-commerce principles regarding Etsy, um, on YouTube. So I started teaching on YouTube and then built a program. And now I have, uh, about 1900 students in the last year. 
Wow. That's yeah. absolutely amazing. You know, your story seems so um, fascinating because a lot of times you hear stories and they're like, yeah, you know, I tried and I failed at this and it was so hard. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When you made that transition, um, when you took that leap, when you decided to say when you was working, you say, hey, now it's time for me to do this full time. Was it a pivotal moment that took place that said, hey, you know what? Now I know I'm ready to take that leap and say, I'm going to do this full time because this happened. Yeah, you know, there is a moment and it was almost this time in 2016. And mm -hmm. it was, um, I had been interviewing and, you know, I was, I was getting offers making like for, for offers, um, for jobs, like making 50% of what I was normally making. Mm -hmm. um, so 50% of what I was normally making. And I was like, should I take this? Like, I have no other options. Yeah. And my husband's like, you can do no, like, no, you don't need to do that. And um, so I, I got the Etsy thing going. I thought, you know, I was still interviewing. I finally got a great job offer from Petco headquarters and I was making over six figures. And um, I thought, you know, should I take this? And, you know, everything, everyone told me amazing, like, take this, this is a huge step in your career. And yeah. then it was Christmas of that year. I found out I was pregnant mm -hmm. with my first son. And I thought, wow do I really want to start a new job and then go on maternity leave like yeah. nine months into this? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, I can make, so that became my goal. I can make this much working for myself in my own time. If I, if I could match what the salary they were going to give me was, I think mm -hmm. I could. So that became my North star. I like ran towards <laughs> that and crushed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was, was there ever a moment where you felt like, did you have any self-doubt where, because I know as entrepreneurs, as humans, right, when we're making a transition to something new and different, there's a moment of doubt where, okay, can I really do this? Should I do this? Because like you said, should I, should I take this, should I just go ahead and take this job? I'm making all this money less, less than what I'm normal, what I'm used to making, or should I do this? And was it a scary moment for you to even think about doing it? And did you have any doubts when you decided to do it? Yeah. I, you know, during all those interviews, when I, you know, just wasn't getting what I was looking for, mm -hmm. I started to wonder like, wow, did, did my career peak at 26? Like it yeah. was it for me. <laughs> so um, young. <laughs> I know. It's like, is this it? Is this the end? Like, is it, is it all downhill from here? Um, yeah. and I, you know, and then I started thinking about the Etsy thing and honestly, it wasn't as much self doubt. Like, I don't know if I could be successful with Etsy, but it was more fears around what people would think of me and, mm -hmm. you know, colleagues and people on LinkedIn, like, oh, I was climbing the corporate ladder and now I'm like crafting. That's what the perception yeah. was. And so, you know, I thought, wow, is this, am I just shooting myself in the foot here? Is this like a really bad idea? People will think I'm, you know, I was more concerned with what other people will think, which is honestly like, I hate to say that, but it's true. Yeah. 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 I think that's what we all do. We all get more concerned about what other things, because like you say, yeah, there's a high point in a career and you're doing well. And, and sometimes that career kind of like subconsciously or either consciously defines us, right? Because yeah. we're just, we're that title. And I know all about that, you know, we're that title. And when it's gone, it's like, okay, so now who am I? And what am I supposed to do now? Because yeah. the job offers are not rolling in like that. And it's like, what happened here? <laughs> so yeah. I, I completely understand that whole thing where you're thinking about what people would think of you versus you not feeling like you can achieve something. Right. Right. Yeah. And my dad was like, 
you know, when I, when I'm like, dad, I might turn down this job. And he's like, mm. still, you still have so much to learn by working for other companies right now. And, um, and then my aunt, she's my godmother. She, yeah. she's, she pulled me aside at Christmas Eve in the kitchen. She's like, she saw I didn't have any wine or anything. She's like, are you drink? Are, are you pregnant? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, turn that job down. Like you can do this. <laughs> she, yes. she, she gave me like her, her wisdom in, in the kitchen. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sometimes you just need someone to say, you can do this. Like, yeah, sometimes you just need that champion in your corner, right? Cheering you on. So that's so amazing that you, that you had that, you know, let's, let's talk about Etsy. So when you first started Etsy, was it new to the virtual space? Was it something like where you could say, Hey, you know, I kind of got it on Etsy at the ground from the ground up and was able to build something from the beginning as Etsy was beginning to build itself. Yeah. So back then there were probably about half as many sellers on the platform, mm-hmm. um, maybe even fewer buyers um, at the point, at that point. So it was yeah. 20, 2016. Um, so, I mean, I wasn't at the start of it or anything, um, yeah. but it certainly is not what it is today. Uh, 2020, like when everyone was home, that really blew things up with Etsy. Everyone mm-hmm. starting an Etsy shop. But back then, um, y- you know, I knew of the platform, had never shopped on it. I still don't really shop on it, to be honest, but Mm -hmm. um, I know that it is a place where you can build a brand and you can build something long-term and you can sell almost anything. Um, So unlike Amazon, higher barrier to entry, you you need a lot of capital to get into that. I also sell on Amazon, but Etsy was um, a low barrier to entry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it is too. It's like, it's so easy to put up listings, right? Especially if you're doing like digital products, it's like the easiest thing to do. You know what I mean? In terms of like listing, not like work in the store and all that kind of stuff. That that's takes strategy <laughs> for someone, for a lot of us, you know, but um, I want to talk about you. So you have the multi-six-ring SC blueprint, your coaching program, and which is truly successful. It says that you have over 1,400 students um, in the program itself. And in 12 months, you gain 1,400 students. And so tell me, what motivates you to create the program? And how do you ensure the principles um, were grounded in authentic e-commerce strategies? Yeah. So, and that's so funny because that was, um, it's even now, like today, as of today, we're about uh-huh. 1,900 students. So it oh wow rapidly now all organic, no ads or anything. Um, oh, and, wow. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. No ads um, yet. But I think why it's become this way is because, you know, I, I'm very much, um, do you know Alex Hermosi? Do you know him? Have you heard that name again? Alex Hermosi. Yes, I have heard yeah. that name before. Yeah. So I, I'm a big fan of his and, he, you know, he talks a lot about lead generation and building, you know, online education mm-hmm. And, um, you know, big, some big principles was, you know, give it away for free, let people get results, give ton of value for free, basically. And then, mm-hmm. which I do with YouTube, that's kind of the angle people realize, yeah. wow, she sounds different. She's giving away things for free that other people, you know, I bought a course where she's just sharing that for free. Um, mm-hmm. that's really made people realize, wow, like she sounds different. She's talking like she's worked in corporate, the terms and things I use. So I think people, um, there's definitely no one was doing that in this Etsy world. Everyone else in the Etsy guru space was kind of like, I, I was successful on Etsy once and now this is how I did it. Um, mm-hmm. 
Instead, I'm taking principles that I learned from like Zappos and Zulily, where I was managing like hundred million dollar portfolios and applying it to yeah. Etsy. And that's why we get really consistent results. So like whether you're selling 99 cent digital downloads or I have a guy who sells $15,000 tables, Mm -hmm. the principles are the same. It doesn't really matter what the product is. Yeah. Mm, that's that's really good you know and and that's what I like a look when I saw you on and that's what I what attracted me to you when I found you on YouTube mm-hmm. because I'm searching and you're right I looked at a lot of other people in terms to Etsy and how strategies and stuff like that but you're you write something about you resonated with me because you were giving out a lot more information and not just information where it's like oh yeah you know this is what you can do it's like information that you can apply today and go do and add to your store today to help you see some results and that's why I was like well man she's giving this away for free I can't imagine what the classes what the program is like Right. You know, and so that's kind of what made me reach out and kind of have questions and say, oh, my God, it'd be so great to have on the show and talk about all things Etsy and SEO and how to grow and build, how to build and grow and scale your store. Yeah. And so because you was giving away such great information, and I think that's so important when it comes to starting something new and going on a platform like Etsy and not knowing anything about it and being able to find um, creators like yourself that are saying, hey, this is how you can start. This is how you can build. And here's some great tips to do it. So that's 100% the reason how I found you all organic. Like you said, it was not through an ad. It was just through a search. That's it. Yeah. And we found, we put a video up yesterday um, and we're, now we're ranking. If you search Etsy SEO, we're the top thing on Google. Um, and yeah, so we apply. It's funny. We apply our SEO principles to this business too, um, to grow this. So it's, it's all the same, like building a business when you really think about it, an online business mm-hmm. is like, no matter what the product is, the principles are the same, the lead generation, getting the customers, converting them. It's, you know, you can really boil it down to some straightforward principles. And I like to do that in a way that's easy for people who don't have a business background to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you find when you have your students um, or even when you talk to other people who are have Etsy stores or want to have Etsy stores? What do you find are some of the biggest challenges that they face? Because you say it comes down to basic principles and a lot of us don't know those principles or even know how to apply strategies to achieve those. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges that you see that they face? I think one of them is deciding what to sell. Um, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> Like, I want to do this, but what do I sell? And, yeah. and I want to make money, but I don't know how and what to sell to make the money. And I think the biggest um, hurdle is getting past the idea of it's not what to sell, but it's who to sell to. So we focus mm. on, we reverse the engineer what we want to make. And we decide, okay, we're going to sell to people with consistent spending habits so that our income is very consistent. So we, we actually target people on Etsy with higher discretionary income where they value their time more than money. They're not mm-hmm. like, you know, the DIY customer necessarily who's going to buy like the cheapest thing and uh, they, they'll pay for quality and service and speed. So we, that's who we like to target because then no matter what's happening in the economy, your sales are consistent. So we build, mm. yeah, we build your whole product mix around certain types of customers and then you don't have to decide what to sell. You just have to choose who to sell to and the rest falls into place. So we help people do that because they typically, most people don't think in that way. They're like, I've got to find the winning product. Um, yes. What's that one thing, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. You know, some of the things that I like that you do is that you debunk a lot of stuff that a lot of other people tell you when it comes to SE. Like one of the big things I saw in a lot of um, videos that's consistent, and I saw you talk about this, is that um, sell what's, get a product that you see on SE that's that's, be, that's selling, right, really good, that's converting really well from other stores and sell that product. You know what I mean? When it comes to like a particular sweatshirt, like I think one example, I think you had like those cat mom sweatshirts or whatever. And yeah. it's like, if just because we see something that's selling really well on Etsy doesn't necessarily mean it's going to sell really well for your store. Right. And I like that you discussed that. And it, it really gave me a whole new perspective on, okay, well, what kind of products do I want to put in this store? I can't just go on what's trending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And, you know, Etsy is one of the last places to get trends. It really is. Mm -hmm. So I would never recommend doing trend research on Etsy. You're, you're six to eight months way too late. Um, mm -hmm. So instead okay. we look at places like Pinterest or influencers on Instagram. So we're looking um, in also like premium brands, right? They're, they are ahead of the curve on trends. So we're not chasing down Etsy trends. Um, you're always going to be chasing when you do that. And who wants to do that? Like, I, I yeah. just have to constantly search Etsy for best sellers that I can rip off. Like what kind of, you know, that doesn't feel good <laughs> as a business owner. <laughs> You're right. And so, I mean, that, that, and that, like I said, that's, that's really good information. Um, what it, when it comes to your program, what do you think the most value that your students get out of your program? Like I saw a lot of testimonies and I, I know that a lot of them felt like, Hey, I really got someone that, truly gives me strategies that work, that I can work to really see real results. And I think that's really what it came down to when I was like, oh my God, this is absolutely amazing. I've been telling a lot of people about your program too, is that, um, and I haven't even taken the program yet, but I tell people about it sometimes. <laughs> it's because I see those testimonials and they talk about real results. And I'm like, and that's what you want from programs because a lot of time we buy these programs, we get into these different courses and it's not really giving us what, we, what we're looking for or what we're expecting to happen. But a lot of your students talking about, I saw real results. I applied her strategies. I applied what she, they taught us and I saw real results within X amount of months in my store. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the reason we can grow in, or, in an organic way is because mm -hmm. yeah, out of 19, almost 1900 students, we have about 1200 testimonials every day. We get at least 10 new ones coming in. Uh, and this is not, we're not farming these We're you know, these are people who are so excited that they're like sending me Instagram messages like Dylan, you can't believe what just happened. Like, you know, I just paid my mortgage with a week of sales or, you know, yeah. this tuition for my kids for the next year. Like that they're so excited. They cannot help, but share. And yeah. Yeah. And I think what, um, what makes it this way, what's, what stands out about this and what makes this program a little different is we add that we have one-to-one -one coaching now. Um, mm -hmm. and that's really where you can ask us anything all day, every day. And I have a team of, there's 11 of us on the coaching team and we are responding quickly um, 24 hours is our goal for turnaround time. And we, you know, no matter what it is, you know, what should I prioritize today? I have 10 minutes. What should I do with my shop? Or here's my shop. Help me. And we've got your back. Um, and that's, that's what makes this different. I think it's, you're not like on your own floundering, wondering like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because when you first started 
this business and got into Etsy, did you ever see it growing to the level where you are now, where you launched this amazing and this highly successful um, program? You have uh, one of the top podcasts on Etsy with 150 plus downloads monthly. And it's like, and then you have code. Now you have this staff of people and they're coaching and they're um, teaching people how to do Etsy from how you, from your own teachings. Did you, did you imagine that it will get to this level? No, no. And, (laughs) You know, a year ago, it was just me, like, and I'm, I'm like not going to get emotional, but like a year ago, it was me. And I didn't even hire someone to do um, like sales until mm-hmm. uh, April, April 1st. And now we have over 25 people in the company. Um, wow. Actually, we almost got acquired this summer. Uh, <sighs> um, wow. Yeah. We had, um, yeah, we, we broke a record for like internal revenue last month. Um, and we have a COO, like we're building an executive team. So it is um, mind blowing that this has happened. My whole goal when I started the coaching business mm-hmm. was just to replace the Etsy income. Um, mm-hmm. cause I got gotten to the point with Etsy, I was doing about like 40,000 a month mm-hmm. and it, I was all on my feet cause I'm like making things. So I'm standing up yeah. making stuff. And I, I got vascular disease in my legs, um, to the oh, point wow. I know. Yeah. I can't, I'm not making this up. Um, and I had surgery, it was like four hour surgery. They removed all these like veins and things. And then I kept working and it came back and I thought I cannot keep getting surgery every few years because of Etsy. Um, so I thought, yeah, I'm going to at least hire everything out for Etsy, which I have done. And then try to replace that income, building a new business where I can impact way more people. So my goal was like 40,000 a month with this and mm-hmm. blew that out of the water within my first like three weeks. <laughs> so wow. Um, I mean, it's so amazing to hear like stories like this when it's like, Hey, my goal was 40,000. I blew out of the water in three weeks. And you're like, how does that even happen mm-hmm. without like paid ads or I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of people talk about strategies like, Hey, if you want to sell things, you need to go live. And, you know, and I, I mean, I can go on and tell you all the strategies I'm doing right now. And I cannot tell you that they're equal to 40,000 a month at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do you think that happened for you within such a short period of time? And we would say that's a short period of time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We got monetized on YouTube within the first month of launching there. So that means, I mean, you have to have Hello? Are you there, Dylan? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> um, okay. I was like, oh my God, I lost her. <laughs> no, I'm here. Um, so yeah, so how did it happen in such a short period of time? Um, mm-hmm. YouTube is the answer to that um, mm-hmm. because now I had uh, I had been a blogger for a while, so I knew what it meant to be consistent with putting up content, and yeah. I'm like one of the most consistent people. I will, you know, I I will do anything. I don't care how much it hurts, <laughs> like <laughs> just to check it off my list. So listen, uh, you standing and hurting yourself for making products, so you definitely would. <laughs> You know, it's not the the best example, but you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Like it really is. So I basically told myself, I'm going to put out a YouTube video a day, every day for mm-hmm. a month. And, um, wow. and I filmed it, edited it, uploaded it same day, every single day. And I was giving away so much for free information, value, value to the point where the quality of the videos were terrible. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And- <laughs> I was so awkward. I had never been on camera, but I was helping people. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care. 
that I was awkward or that my video quality was bad, um, mm -hmm. it still helped them. And I, that's how I started getting my students. That's how people found me was YouTube. And I did it. I got through three weeks of that daily uploading and then I got sick because, you know, <laughs> no limits <laughs> basically. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's what it took. It took a commitment to being relentless. No other YouTube channel related to Etsy was uploading like that. Um, mm -hmm. So there wasn't really competition who was being that consistent. You yeah. know, let me ask you this question. Speaking of that, when it comes to like content creation and when it comes to your students. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you think as, are, do you are, is this one of the things you run into with students? Sometimes we care more about the way things look versus mm -hmm. um, being consistent. Do you think that's something they struggle with or that we struggle with as, as people who are creators and business owners? Absolutely. Yeah. Some people, yeah. you know, and it can be, I think it can be a pr perfectionism can be a tool for procrastination. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, someone says, I'm not, I can't do social media cause I don't have time, you know, creating a reel takes me like an hour. I'm like mm -hmm. sister, like we can, <laughs> we can just sit down five minutes and I have a, I show you how to do a reel in five minutes. It's like, just knock it out. You know, it's, it's going to be quantity in the beginning over quality, just get things out volume, yeah. get the reps in, you'll get better and faster as you go. But if you are a perfectionist day one, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. I believe that a hundred percent. So let me, let's talk about balance because as a wife, a mom, right. Two boys. Um, and being this Etsy owner, having this coaching program, how do you balance it all? Yeah. How do you make it all work? Because I know I'm a mom and I'm a wife, I'm a podcaster and I'm content, creating content and doing all this stuff. Now I have the Etsy store I'm doing. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a lot. I got to walk the dog. I got to pick up the kids over here. Yeah. It's a lot. So how do you balance? Yeah. Um, I don't, I balance <laughs> I threw that whole idea out the window and I, and I, <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I mean, I committed to seasons and different priorities for different seasons. Yeah. And like, you will know when it's time to shift priorities. There'll be a, you know, screaming thing on your shoulder, like, oh, you got to focus more on this right now. And sometimes, mm -hmm. it's, you know, okay, the kids are acting up more. Okay. We need to make sure we're really focusing on them one-on-one -on -one a little more, not being distracted, put the phone down, you know, or yeah, you know, husband is a little quiet. Okay. What's going on? Like, oh, you could ask how his day was like, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not perfect at anything. Um, mm -hmm. but I'd rather be imperfect and, and be able to have, you know, build this than just focus on being like the perfect wife and have, have the perfect house. It's, you know, I threw that out and I hired, I hire out everything. So I have yeah. A, yeah, an assistant who runs the whole Etsy shop. I have a house manager now who comes every day. She does all the laundry, the bedding, the dishes, she sometimes cooks. Um, so, and I know people think, hear this and be like, well, that must be nice. But before I could afford that, 
I, you know, yeah, the sink was piled with dishes mm-hmm. and just had to be okay with, with being uncomfortable about it. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I just did an interview with um, a woman named Leah Remillay and she's all about um, balancing productivity, time management. Right. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes as moms, wives and business owners, we feel like if we have if we have time in our day, then we're not being productive, you Mm -hmm. know. And so some of the things you mentioned are some of the things that she said, hey, we have to learn how to um, give things over to other people. Like she said, I don't go to the grocery store anymore. I just have Instacart delivered for me. You know, Mm -hmm. things like she said, things that can give me back time in my day that can help me either spend more time with my family or just have more time to myself and not feel guilty about it. You yeah. know, do you ever get so busy to the point where you feel like, okay, I, I feel like something is lagging and I'm beginning to feel a little guilty over here <laughs> because I feel like I'm not doing something here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah. usually, I mean, we have about 40 people a day who call, who schedule calls with us to join the program. Now, mm-hmm. part of this was like, I was taking all those calls up until April. Now we've, we're building out a team because that that's all my time. I was doing about 50 hours a week of these calls Wow. Um, up until last month. Yeah. And <laughs> that is seven days a week, not a single yeah. day. Um, and yeah, even like through pneumonia and all this, like I was still doing this and it's, I mean, it's hard. It's like when someone wants to pay you to turn down money so that mm-hmm. it's like someone's handing you money if you get on a call with them. And it's like, I just have to completely say it's not like we, we don't need it and they mm-hmm. can talk to someone else <laughs> on our yeah. on and they don't need to talk to me. Um, yeah. so I, I've, that's something that, you know, I think really I'm trying to improve right now because 50 hours a week on calls, you know, and then when you're my six year old's like, Mommy, like how many calls do you have today? Like on a Saturday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cammy, I'm so sorry. Like yeah. mommy will be back. Mommy'll be right back. And that that's heartbreaking. But yeah. Every time I get off call, I go like, pick them up, snuggle them, play soccer, and um, you know, try to be extremely present. But definitely it's there's I think all of us feel like mom guilt um mm-hmm. at yeah. some point. I don't think you know, I don't think it's, it's unhealthy. I think it's fine to feel mom guilt. I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. I think he, I just know, I want him to remember and my, my two boys to remember like, okay, mommy loved us. And she, she built a cool, like cool life for us too. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. We all have that, that guilt. And that's just, that's just there. We even moms that work full time, you know what I mean? <laughs> work jobs full time. We all, we've all dealt with it because you feel like whatever you're doing takes you away from the kids. So I understand that. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the landscape of e-commerce and it's ever changing, ever evolving. Things are all new strategies, new ways to grow, new ways to reach your customers are always happening. How do you stay on top of like this ever changing landscape? And then how do you make sure you apply it to your coaching? program. Yeah. So, um, one thing with our coaching program, we started this at 45 lessons. Now we're at 98 lessons. So I'm always mm. adding these bonuses to it. So as yeah. new come in, yeah, I'm always adding in bonuses. And then, um, I mean, e-commerce, the thing is, Oh, Dylan, I think you kind of went away. Okay. Hang on. I'm here. Can you, am I back? Can you see me? I can hear you. Okay. You can, I can hear you now. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can hear me. Um, 
So e-commerce, like while it appears to be changing, the principles mm-hmm. are. So we really stay rooted in in the basic marketing principles of you know who you're selling to, what you're selling. Is it a compelling value proposition? And yeah. there's things that come and go like AI, right? Like that's a big trend. Um, mm-hmm. You know, different print-on-demand platforms and production partners you can use come and go. Um, so we we stay on top of like those surface level trends, but in general, I mean, e-commerce is it's commerce. It's still commerce, and it's about getting your product in front of the right people and converting them. So yeah, I keep it pretty straightforward and simple. People get too worked up and in the weeds with like new trends and things, and they think it's going to change everything. But yeah. consumer <laughs> consumer behavior doesn't really change that quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Consumer behavior doesn't really change. Um, with Etsy, do you what's what's changing about Etsy? Like, is Etsy like upgrading like any features, or is they making it easier for people to get discovered? Are there anything new that people can be expecting that's coming from that platform? Yeah, so Etsy is definitely cracking down a lot more on copyright and mm. infringements and um, like you know spam accounts on the platform. So they're being much more stringent on who can sell on the platform. And mm-hmm. a lot of shops will initially get shut down while they go through a review process. So that is something that's different now than a couple of years ago. Um, and I think that's why it got really saturated with some, you know, low quality Etsy shops a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Um, mm-hmm. But now they're setting, they're raising the bar for participation, I would say. So that's, that is something to consider. Um, they're also really cracking down on the rules between handmade items and what you can sell, what you can't, what's considered okay. handmade. So you mm-hmm. do have to be you know, watchful of the policies. Um, their exact mm-hmm. policies have not actually been changing very much at all, but uh, you just have to be careful because they are enforcing them more, I would say. And yeah. in terms of yeah, new features. Um, they're always rolling out different beta tests. Uh, I, I find that it seems like about one in 10 of their beta tests actually becomes a, a new feature though. So mm-hmm. they're, I'm, I'm oftentimes part of their testing, uh, whether it be you know dynamic pricing or, or um, different ad strategies that mm-hmm. they have that they roll out. They don't usually end up rolling them out to everyone. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned copy when it Mm -hmm. comes to copy, because, you know, we in the world of AI and chat GPT is like everyone's number one, number one copy editor. And so are they cracking down on saying, hey, we can tell that this was made by AI, written by AI versus a human itself? Are they cracking down on the on the um, copy in terms of that? No, no, they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. point. Yeah. But they are in terms of like copyright and trademarks, like. Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, like that type of stuff. Oh, okay. They, mm-hmm. yeah. But th- in terms of like AI um, generated things, there we're not at the point where they're removing listings because they were influenced by AI. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. And let me ask you, because I, I, I saw one of your videos and you talked about, um, of course, SEO, how people search and discover things on Etsy and when it comes to your titles. Mm-hmm. And I think this is definitely important to talk about because a lot of us will name our titles, and you mentioned this in your videos, that we'll name our titles more describing what the product is mm-hmm. versus basis how people search. Yeah. 
And when you did that video, I went straight. You say, so this is what you can do. You can implement this in your store. Now I went straight to my store, implement it. So talk about how important it is to have the right um, SEO friendly titles. Yeah. I mean, people, people think a title is just describing what an item is, but mm -hmm. it's really more purpose. So you've got to be thinking like the customer, not the creator of that listing of that item. Um, as the creator, you know, you know what materials you used, you know, what features it has, but the person looking for that item, they're looking for a solution to something, whether it be, you know, a gift for their flower girl or, you know, um, dangly earrings for their grandma or, or something for like their wedding bouquets or something for, you know, their taxes, right? Like mm -hmm. a spreadsheet or something to organize their taxes. So it's, they're looking for a solution, not, they don't care that it's, you know, velvet, light pink velvet with, you know, six rhinestones that are eight millimeters. You know, it's, it's like, you got to stop describing the item and think about what solution is it providing? What is the purpose of this thing? Um, and that's a mind shift for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it is because I was definitely one of the people, oh, you got to describe what the object is, what you're selling versus how people are searching. You know, and I think that was a really, really good free tip, yes. <laughs> free strategy that you gave. And I was like, oh, my God, that strategy just kind of blew my mind. Now I have to go back to my store and and rename things, which is exactly what I did. Um, <laughs> what is it about? What do you think about your coaching program that attracts um, attracts people to it the most? Um, most people who we work with, they're trying to replace their income usually. Mm -hmm. um, so they're trying to make minimum 5K per month profit. Um, mm -hmm. So this isn't like, I w there's some people who we talk to and we talk to everyone before they join to make sure it's the right fit. Some people are looking for just an extra $500 a month. You don't yeah. need, you do not need this program. You don't need one-on-one -on -one coaching necessarily for that. Um, yeah. So I would say it's really, we're, we're attracting people who want to go big and they realize they don't want it to take years to try to figure it out themselves. Um, yeah. People who value their time is typically who, who we attract because they don't have 12 hours a day to like research and do trial and error. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I would say that's, that is something big about who we attract. And even if they're not trying to replace their income and quit their jobs, maybe it's to give themselves the option so they could someday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I like that too. That's the kind of program you definitely want to be in. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, what advice would you give to someone who's looking to get into the e-com space in terms of like, hey, I'm looking to start my own Etsy store? What advice would you give them to get started? Yeah, I would say, um, number one, you've got to shift your mindset because e-commerce, Etsy, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's mm -hmm. not, you know, it's to earn passive income, it takes a ton of action. So if you are going to be, you know, going on this quest for passive income and you think it's going to be a passive quest to get there, like don't even start. <laughs> so not to <laughs> rain on your parade, but like, don't waste your time. Um, yeah. So, and then, you know, a couple other things are if you do not quit, you won't fail. Like the only way to fail is by quitting. So mm, you, I like you, that. Yeah. And, and there's, it's really true. If, if you don't give up now, you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result, but mm -hmm. don't give up. You can't, you can't fail. Um, and that's something that 
you know, I want to encourage everyone, like you will get to your outcome if you are relentless and you don't quit. Most people quit. That's why they never succeed. Um, yeah. If, if you stuck with something for 10 years, do you really think you'd be like sucking at it by the end of the 10 years? Probably not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> probably learn a lot. Probably better. <laughs> um, yeah. Improve. You'll improve. So it's just, um, you, you've got to commit your mind to it. Uh, and, and stay dedicated and stay relentless. There's a book I love. Uh, uh, it's called Relentless and mm-hmm. good hype up book if you're thinking about starting a business. Mm. Okay. Relentless. I like that. Um, what is it that you can see? What it, looking ahead, looking ahead for you, mm-hmm. what is next for you? Because now, of course, you're scaling, you bringing in employees, you're doing so big now you're so big now you're getting you're growing in so many different ways what do you think is the next thing for you yeah i mean we've made a ton of new hires i think we have three new people starting today actually i need to look (laughs) (laughs) yeah you are where most entrepreneurs love would love to be right now i'm telling you (laughs) yeah i mean i think and we just moved on to a new platform yesterday we are Mm -hmm. rolling out a new course uh later this month uh so Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm in the production phase of that, um, so it's it's just nonstop pushing forward, and I think there's just so much new coming down the pipeline. And then outside of just the program, you know, we're, we're maintaining the Etsy shop and Amazon and Shopify as well. But then mm-hmm. we're looking at some acquisitions potentially and doing potentially acquiring like a software company um, mm. that would help Etsy sellers. So um, that is one piece of the business that we're looking at doing for sure in the next 12 months. Yeah. That's, so, that's really awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. You know, because we're always looking for ways to help SE people to grow their businesses. You know, be, before we end the show, I want to ask so just maybe two more questions. One mm-hmm. is what is it? Cause I got this question for a few artists and then it's kind of been on my mind too. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the best? And I, I've seen you answer this question, but I'm still going to answer it anyway. What do you think is the best um, product? to sell on Etsy? Yeah. So it depends how you want to spend your time Um, Mm -hmm. because you've got to do something like, do not try to sell a website template if you've never made one. Uh, Do not, (laughs) I've seen it happen. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. Do not try to sell like an Excel sheet if you've never done Excel. Um, and, And if you are not a graphic designer, maybe don't try to make your own print on demand shirts. Maybe consider buying some designs until you get better at at the quality of your own designs. So um, Mm -hmm. how you want to spend your time and what you're actually good at, because that's going to be like the path of least resistance. If you have any competitive edge in any skill or knowledge, use that. Um, And then think about... Uh Oh, Dylan, I think you dropped off. Okay. Hang on. Am I here? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Am I here? Okay. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, do you know where it dropped off? Yeah. You talked about um, knowing, I guess, what you're good at. You oh, like, yeah. don't do website template if you're not a designer, yes. you know, and print on print demand, you yep. know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and then you want to think about, okay, how can I help someone save time or make money? That's going to be mm-hmm. the easiest thing to sell. Do not get into AI wall art, you know. That's not doing a whole lot of favors to most people. So um, think about how you can you can really fill a need. So whether that be you know in wet like a, the wedding market, that's where I started, right? That's mm-hmm. someone's 
people are spending money on that. If you're getting married, you're going to be spending money on things for that. Um, or think about, you know, selling B2B things, p- ways to help businesses save time or make money, um, mm-hmm. templates, things that are customer facing, um, like communications and email templates. Um, there's so much you could do, but I, I recommend not going with something you think is cute. Find <laughs> find a way to solve a problem and monetize mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it comes to digital products, do you think social media template, because it's so oversaturated mm-hmm. on um on Etsy. But do yeah. you think it's still a viable um product to sell? Yeah. So so the way I would take that type of a product and make it more viable is mm-hmm. to create that product for someone who has a much stronger need. So I wouldn't try to make yeah. that for like Instagram influencers. They're usually pretty comfortable with Instagram and things. Mm-hmm. I might think about, okay, I'm going to target, you know, cosmetic dent- dentistry practices and, you know, they need to have social media. They know that um, that's, that is something they know ne- they need to have, but usually it's like the receptionist or like the front desk person who's doing that. They're not really a social media, you know, guru. So they're, they'd be interested in templates. Uh-oh. and you dropped off again. Okay. Okay. Um, Tell me when I'm back here. Um, there you go. Back? Okay. Yeah, you're back. You're back. So I'll, um, I'll get this piece together properly. My editor piece it together for us. <laughs> amazing. Um, so like selling to cosmetic dentistry practice could be a great idea where, you mm-hmm. know, maybe it's the front desk person who does their social media. They don't really have the, the ideas and creativity to create great templates. So really become more focused on okay, who has a big need for this, who's going to be doing mm-hmm. social media for their business, no matter what, and then yeah. serve them and go straight to them. Say, I will give you these for free. If you'll leave me a review, do that for like 50 different practices um, mm-hmm. and become That's known a good strategy. Yeah. Become known in, in that market for offering something much more specific to that customer. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because you're right. You go on social, you go on Etsy and there's so many people and you know what else I always wondered too and, and you could just answer this question for me I see people who I'm the kind of person where if I get too many templates I'm overwhelmed right yeah. I scale I'm like give me no more than like maybe 10 or 20 and I, I probably can work with that I see people do like a thousand templates or 350 templates and I feel like that's like overwhelming yeah it's the same I, it's the same thing with digital planners people who sell like 1,000 page digital planners Oh my gosh, who's going to, who, so someone's buying a planner to help them organize their time and become more efficient. Do they have time to utilize a thousand pages? Like a thousand pages. Yeah. Like a a planner that's a thousand pages. Like, is that really saving anyone any time? Um, Yeah. I don't think it does. (laughs) I don't think it does. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, Dylan, listen, this has been such a good show. I'm so grateful that you've been able to come on the show and learn so much more about your coaching program and just your story and how you built your business and so excited for you in terms of like where you are and where you're, where you're going with your business. Let me ask you this one question. Do you think eventually one day you might say, you know what? I think I'll teach people how to coach people. I think I might add that to my, to my umbrella, all things that I'm doing. I might actually teach people, other entrepreneurs, how to start this business, scale their business and grow. You think eventually you'll get to that point? Is that something you might see for yourself? I've been asked that dozens of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, I, this is what I teach with Etsy. If someone asks you for something, there's 50 people behind them who just haven't reached out and asked. Um, yeah. So I think 
people are really curious how we've done this or with organic methods. And um, I could see that potentially being something in the future. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way you've grown organically and not said, hey, I paid for $20,000 in ads and marketing here and there. It's just absolutely amazing. It is truly like you're, it's a blessing. It's really a blessing. You are truly blessed to have grown the way you have organically. And it's inspiring to me and I know to everyone else. So I, I thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us because every story on this show inspires all of us to take our steps further and to just continue the course. Okay. Because we can't fail if we don't, if we don't quit. Right. We got to keep going. That's Amen. the key. <laughs> keep going. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much um, for being on the show again. I know you're a busy woman and you have so much going on, but I appreciate you taking the time and coming on and talking with us. Yep. Um, guys, listen, I am Shawnee Sanders. This is the girl techno podcast. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Girl Techno Podcast. We really hope this episode gets you one step further in your dream of becoming an entrepreneur. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. Once you leave us a review, we will shout you out on our next episode. Now, in order to qualify for the shout out, all you have to do is leave a review, screenshot the review, tag Girl Techno Podcast in your stories, and you will get a shout out in our next episode. Until then, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.